Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Thank you, 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 where you are, good morning, gotta be where you are, good morning, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, mm. thank you, Lord God, thank you, thank you, good morning, good morning, how y'all doing, good morning, mm. gotta be where you are, gotta be where Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. Good morning. We glorify you, Lord God. We thank you. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I know you guys are just coming in, but as you come in, just lift up God, just praise him, just invite him into the atmosphere. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Lord, we praise you. My mom welcomes him into her house every day. She opens up the front door and she invites the Lord in. She's like, come on in here. I need you. And that's essentially what we do with our praise. When we pause to praise, we just kind of invite him in. We just welcoming him in we're just saying daddy thank you thank you thank you bless your name we praise your name we magnify you we glorify you lord god we lift up your name on high lord god we lift up your name on high we lift up your name on high lord god we lift up your name on high just make it personal this morning don't pay attention to your spouse if they're in the bed or don't worry about your kids or don't worry about who's on the devotional. Just wake him up this morning with your praise. Just say thank you. God never sleeps, but you know what I mean. Just extend yourself this morning. Press beyond your comfort zone in your praise this morning. Don't give him just an ordinary praise. Praise him like your heart means it. Think about all the things that you uh, have to be grateful for. And if you can't remember, just begin to count it up. Just begin to count it up. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you for grace and thank you for mercy and thank you for your love and thank you for the Holy Spirit and thank you for Jesus and thank you for this time. We honor you, Lord God. We honor you with the fruit of our lips. We honor you, Lord God. We honor you, Lord God. We honor you. My God, we honor you. I gotta be... I got to be where you are, Lord God. We bless your name. We praise you. We magnify you, Lord God. You are so worthy of our praise. You are so due our praise, Lord God. We just bless your name. We just bless your name, Lord God. Thank you. 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 You are such an awesome God. You are such an amazing God. You are such a marvelous God. You are such a brilliant God. You are such a glorious God. Lord God, we thank you. 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 There is no excuse for us not to praise you. So we just say thank you. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We glorify you, Lord God. We glorify you, Lord God. We glorify you. We glorify you. We glorify you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you that we thank you for your angels that are encamped around us. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your might. We thank you for your strength. We thank you. You are our strong tower. We thank you, Father God. You are our reasonable portion. We bless your name. We bless your name, Lord God. We bless your name, Lord God. We lift up your name this morning. We lift up the name of Jesus, Lord God. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift your name on high, Father God. We lift your name on high. We lift your name. We lift your name, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. This is my God. Thank you. Thank you for being bigger than our circumstance. Thank you for, for bringing us through unusual and difficult circumstances, Lord God. So now we offer you an unusual praise, Lord God. We offer you an unusual praise, Lord God. Thank you. 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 We need you, Lord God. We need you. We need you. We need your help, Holy Spirit. We need you. We need you, Lord God. We need you to take over this devotional. We need you to take over our lives. We give you permission, Father God. We just lay it all down before you this morning, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We invite you in. Father God, please come in and sup with us. Please come in and hang out with us. Show us your glory. Manifest your glory in our lives, Lord God. Father God, you said if you be lifted up, if you're lifted up, that you would draw all men unto you, Lord God. So we're lifting up the name of Jesus. We're lifting up your name. We're lifting up your name. We're blessing your name. We're praising your name. My God, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, 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 thank you. It says, enter into your courts. With thanksgiving, we're entering into your praises. Gates with praise, Lord God. You said, ask, seek, and knock, and we're knocking on your door, Daddy. We're knocking on your door, Lord God. We're knocking on your door, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are glorious. You are glorious. You are glorious. You are glorious. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I cannot praise you enough. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for keeping me from 
from danger seen and unseen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for putting food in my fridge. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my car. Thank you for gas in my car. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my safety. Thank you for protection. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for revelation. Thank you for knowledge. My God, my God, I thank you. My God, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my phone and thank you for internet and thank you for phone service. My God, I thank you. Thank you for hot water. Lord God, I thank you. 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 Thank you for this cup. Thank you for the activities of my limbs. Thank you, Lord. 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 For my rug and my couch. I thank you for a safe place to live. I thank you that safety is in your arms. I thank you. I am safe in you, Lord God. I thank you that I am safe in you, Lord God. I thank you that I am safe in you. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your presence, Lord God. I thank you for your presence. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I'm going to read Psalms 51 over us today. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you for your presence, Lord God. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for your presence. I thank you for your peace. I thank you, Lord. I'm going to read Psalms 51 over us today. I thank you, Father, for your word. I thank you that your word is active in our life, Lord God. I thank you that our word is active. Your word is active, that it is performing, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you. We praise you, Lord God. Activate your people today, Lord God. Give them ears to hear. Give them a heart to receive you, Lord God. Let them discern you this morning, Lord God. Let them be anxious for nothing. Everything in prayer and supplication, making our requests known before you, Lord God. Let them lean not into their own understanding, Lord God. Let them acknowledge you in all their ways, Lord God. Let them acknowledge you in all their ways, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. They are acknowledging you in all your ways, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. They are acknowledging you in all their ways, Lord God. We thank you. 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 We thank you, Lord God. We bless your name. We praise your name. We magnify your name. We glorify your name. We lift up the name of Jesus, my God. We lift up the name of Jesus. 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 Yes, it is. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We glorify you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God, my God. Let your will be done, Lord God. Your kingdom come, your power in our life. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, 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 thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We glorify you, Lord God. We glorify you, we glorify you, we glorify you. We magnify you, we glorify you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. Let me read Psalms 51. It says, have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion. Blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from guilt. Purify me from my sin, for I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I've done what is evil in your sight. 
You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me, now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence. And don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore me to me the joy of your salvation. And make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels. And they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God, who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Look with favor on Zion. Look with favor on Lakeisha. Look with favor on Jessica. Look with favor on Andrea. Look with favor on Shonda. Look with favor on Kim. Look with favor on Whitney. Look with favor on us, Lord God. Then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit with burnt offerings and whole, look, whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. That was Psalms 51. Lord God, we thank you for your word today. We receive your word by faith today, Lord God. Strengthen us, O oh Lord, in your word. Strengthen us, O oh Lord, in your word. Strengthen us, O oh Lord, in your word. Let us choose you above anything and everything else. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength and you are my redeemer, O oh Lord. I thank you for this word on today. I thank you that I, your servant, can deliver this word. I thank you for choosing me. I thank you for purposing me. I thank you for keeping me, and I thank you for strengthening me. I thank you, Lord God, that your glory arise today, that your glory arise today, that your glory arise today. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, restore, oh Lord. Psalms 51 is powerful, and if you've yet been reading the word of God over you, if the enemy has been trying to keep you from reading the word of God over you. You better get this word in your mouth and read the word of God over you. You better read the word of God over you. Like read it over you like your life depends on it because guess what? Your very life does depend on it. <laughs> your very life does depend on it. So read the, the word's going to burn up the chaff. The word's going to destroy anything in you. If you'll take it like medicine, if you'll sincerely begin to take the word like medicine, it'll begin to deal with everything in you that does not line up with the word of God. It'll deal, begin to deal with your chaff. It'll begin to deal with your broken places. If you have a broken and contrite spirit, then favor will go before you. Favor will go before you. If you will have a broken and contrite spirit. If you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, if you make a decision, I'm going to humble myself. I'm going to submit. The scripture says, submit to God, 
resist the devil and then he'll flee. The key is submitting to God first. Lord, I just submit my life to you. I submit my, submit my purpose to you. I submit my ministry to you. I submit my children to you. I submit my businesses to you, Lord God. I submit my marriage to you, Lord God. I submit my very life to you, oh Lord. I submit every relationship to you, Lord God. I submit them to you, oh day. I lay them at your feet, Lord, my God. My God, I submit them, Lord God, right now in the name of Jesus. I'm casting all my cares. I'm laying aside every weight. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I submit. If you will submit, a lot of times the devil can't be resisted because we won't submit. And if you will submit, if you will submit it all to God, then it'll be easier for you to resist the devil. And then guess what? He flees, right? Then you will be easy for you to submit, resist the devil and he flees. Y'all ready to get in the word today? I'm definitely ready to get in the word today. Um, this word has been stewing in me. Um, uh, my God, I just... I, I'm just going to share what the Lord gave me. I'm not going to even prep it this morning. I'm going to share what the Lord gave me yesterday. If you did not see it, I shared a sip, a spiritual inspirational pause on Sundays. I do something called a sip. It's just a little blurb. It's just a little word of encouragement on Sundays. Um, and then we offer Jesus. And so yesterday I dropped a sip on Instagram and I dropped a sip on Facebook and there was something significant that set out. It stood out in the sip that led to this morning's devotional. I need you to do me a favor this morning. I need you to speak to the voices in your head this morning and say, Shh, be quiet. I will not entertain you any longer. I'm only going to think on the things that are pure, that are lovely, a good report. I'm going to focus my mind. I'm going to home in you, in Jesus name. You can't even speak to me this morning. I'm going to home in on the word today. I'm going to push away every distraction. I'm not going to worry about what I'm going to eat. I'm not going to worry about what I'm going to do at work. I'm not going to worry about how many minutes I'm on this devotional. I'm not going to worry about anything else right now. But what this word is saying, shh, tell them to shut up. Shush. I'm being nice and saying shush. Shush, be quiet. Shush, shush, shush. Be quiet in Jesus name so that I can focus on what God is saying to me today so that I can receive it in its fullness. And so um, I was as I was studying um, and reading the sip and studying this morning, a particular piece of scripture stuck out. Right. And so I was reading Luke five and it was the very first part with the disciples. And so I don't want to read through Luke five. If you didn't see the sip, go catch the sip. Um, I want to get to the end part of this and I want to um, just help you to understand today you're going to have to leave it behind. And I said you're going to have to leave something behind, but I'm just going to tell you you're going to have to leave it behind. And so I want to go to this last part of this scripture. This is Luke 5 and 11. And it says, and as soon as they landed, they were in the boat. It says, as soon as they landed, they left everything and followed Jesus. Now, um, I need to um, give you the rest of this this morning. I need you to receive and hear what I'm saying this morning. And then I have a question for you. And we're going to chew on this. We're going to digest on this this week as the Holy Spirit leads. I'm going to skip skip over to Matthew 10 um, to the 34th ver verse. 
and the 39th. I don't want you to take a heavy behind this. And what I mean by take a heavy, this, the word is quick. It severs the cords. It breaks things. I'm trying not to shout in my inside right now. I'm trying to contain myself so I can stay focused. Um, the word of God will break up all the fallow ground. It will break up anything in your life that does not line up with Jesus. It will. It'll tear down strongholds. I'm watching it in my own life. And so as God is giving me, God was giving me this morning, I was taking notes and writing this out. So I want to go over to Matthew and I want to go to the 10th verse. And I want to start at the 34th verse. And, and this is Jesus talking. And he says, don't imagine. Right. Don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. I've come to set a man against his father, a daughter against his mother and a daughter in law against her mother in law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. If you love your father or mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or daughter, more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. Anyone who receives you receives me. And anyone who receives me receives the father who sent me. If you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. And if you receive righteous people because of their righteousness, you will be given a reward like theirs. And if you give even a cup of cold water to the one of the least of my fathers, you shall be surely re rewarded. I want to focus on, um, you're going to have to leave everything. You're going to have to leave something behind. If you really want to walk in the fullness of what God called you to be, you're going to have to leave it. He said, he said, you're going to have to lose your life. If you're really trying to find your purpose, you're going to come on. Holy ghost, wake it up. You're going to have to lose your life. I'm just saying I'm inviting the Holy spirit in. I don't like to ever teach without him. You're going to have to lose something. So I need to show you what typically happens with us. This is what usually happens with us when we come to Christ or we feel the call and God is trying to lead us into a depth of him. And we're like, Lord, I need you to use me. I need you to fill me up. I want you to use me. I want you to, um, I want to walk in my purpose. I want to fulfill my destiny. And when we answer the call, yeah, that's good to Shannon. And when we answer the call, right, he said they left everything and followed him. And so the question that we're going to ponder on today is, have you left everything yet? Have you, have you left everything yet? What are you still holding on to? Have you left everything yet? And so I began to see this this morning as I was meditating on this and I was asking the Lord, what is it in my life that I have not let go of yet? What is it that I'm holding on to? And this is what it usually looks like when we answer the call. And when I say answer the call, I'm not just talking about being called in ministry. When we accept Jesus Christ, John 3 16 tells us to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and 
and Savior. And as we begin to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, right, we're going to have to lay down our life. If we're really, if any man is going to follow after him, they're going to have to lay down their life and pick up the cross. But this is usually what happens when we answer the call. We come to Jesus. We ask Jesus to be Lord and our Savior. We ask God to fill us with purpose. We ask him to, um, to lead us, guide us. We start praying about the things that God wants to do. Some of us will go to work in our church. And I'm going to talk about that later this week, how we can become so confused thinking that our works are getting us this way. But this is usually what happens. We like, okay, Lord, use me, Lord, send me. And then, um, we pick up something. We pick up our, our jobs, our jobs go with us. Right. And we're talking to the Lord and we're like, Lord, I need you to use me and send me. And then we pick up our parents, right? We pick up our parents. We're picking up them as well. Right. And we're trying to put them, these things are comforting. These things are normal. And God is saying to us, I need you to go. I need you to go witness. This is where I'm calling you to. And then typically we pick up what we think is success and we start picking these things up and God is like, come on, I need you to come. And we're like the man, hold on. I need, I need. And then we start picking up our marriages and our spouses and we want to put them in our arms and we want to carry them with us. And then we start picking up like our children. And usually when God is asking us to go, our arms are so overloaded with things that we can't carry our purpose. See, when your arm is overloaded with things, when you carry all these things, when you try to take all these things with you, you don't have room to carry the cross. You don't, you don't, you don't have room. You can't carry the cross when you're carrying your children. You can't carry the cross when you're carrying your marriage. You can't carry the cross when you're carrying your success and your career. You can't carry the cross when you're carrying your, your parents. You can't carry the cross. You cannot carry the cross when your arms are full. You can't, you can't carry, thank you, Jesus. You can't, you can't carry the cross when your arms are full. There's no way you can carry the cross if your arms are this full, there's no way you can bear the pressure. Even if you try to put the cross on your back, you're going to lean, you're going to fall. But this is usually what it looks like when God asks us to go. This is usually what it looks like when God starts calling to us. We try to pick up everything else and take it with us. We try to pick up everything else. We try to carry all. We overload it. We overload it. We're overloaded with things that we were not meant to carry when Jesus was calling us, when God was calling us into purpose, when God was calling us into a fuller life with him, many of us started picking up things, my God, trying to carry those things with us. And we can't carry those things and carry the cross. And when God was showing me this morning, I was like, what have I carried with me? Come on now. What am I still carrying? What am I still holding on to? What am I still attached to? What is weighting me down that's keeping me from carrying, carrying the cross? What's weighting me down that's keeping me from purpose? What's weighting me down that's keeping up from you, me from you? Let's go back to the word. He says, he said, I've come to, I didn't come to bring peace to this earth. I didn't come to bring peace to this earth. I did not come, but I brought a sword for I've come to turn a man against his father, a daughter against his mother, a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be the members of his own household. And so you got we have to begin to ask ourselves, 
What things am I carrying? And it's not just people, it's attitude. Am I carrying pride? It's thought processes. What things am I carrying? What things am I holding on to that are keeping me from picking up my cross and walking into my purpose and fulfilling? Because if we go back into Luke, he said, when they got there, they left everything. They left everything. They left everything. And then they went and followed him. They left everything and they went and followed him. So what have I not given? Am I still looking to please people? Are people still, am I listening? Am I still looking to please people? Will I not go because my children won't go? Will I not go because my children won't accept the call on my life? Will I not go because my children won't accept my purpose? Will I not go because my children won't align with my purpose? Will I not go because my children are lacking, are lacking and acting up? Am I going to keep holding on to my children? that will and this is keeping me from God from picking up my cross because there's a shame that'll come I'm just telling you will I not go will I not go because my husband or my spouse will not go will I not pick up my cross because my spouse has become my God because I'm leaning into my own understanding because I won't trust God with my marriage because I'm still trying to be God in my marriage or perhaps I've made my husband God in my life will I not go because I'm still carrying my husband will I not go because I've determined what my purpose is will I not go because I've said this is how I'm supposed to be successful will I not go because I'm still holding on Will I not? Will I not be able to pick up my cross and go because I'm still holding on to what people say? I'm still holding on to the cares of this world. What am I holding on to that's keeping me from walking into the fullness of what you said? What am I holding on to that will not allow me to pick up my cross and follow you as you've asked me to? What is it? Is it my parents? Is it because they're getting older? Is it because they're aging? Is it because they're getting elderly? And I don't want to make them feel like I'm leaving them behind. What is weighting me down? What is tying to me? What am I tying myself to? Because at this point, it's not them being tied to you. It's you tying yourself to them. It's you tying yourself to them. What kind of things am I looking for? Is it my girlfriends? Is it my friend? What kind of things are weighting me down so I can't carry my cross? <laughs> what is it? What is it? What is it I'm holding on to that's weighting me down that I can't carry my cross? What, what is it that holds? Is it pride? What, what, what is it that's holding me down that I can't carry my cross? He's already told me that if I'm going to follow after him, he's already told me if I'm going to pursue purpose, if I'm going to pursue a life in him, if I'm going to speak to the masses, possibly none of this will be able to go. Likely none of this is going to go. Our purpose in him does not look like what we think. It does not look like what we think. And a lot of times it's not us. It's holding on to us. It's it, us holding on to them. It's us holding on to them. It's us worried about what people will think. It's us. It's, it is. It's going to cost you something. But the greater reward is coming. It's going to cost you something. Luke 9 and 23. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me to take up your cross. Right. My God, 
means that you're going to have to lower your thoughts. You're going to have to transition your thoughts. You got to cut. Yeah, you got to sever the cords. We'll be rebuking stuff, but still holding on to it at the same time. And we cannot successfully serve Jesus and successfully serve man. We cannot. We cannot. And so I'm asking the Lord this morning, open the eyes of my understanding to the hope and call of who you call me to be in Christ Jesus. Yeah, renew my mind daily. Paul said, I affirm, brethren, by boasting in you, which I have Christ Jesus, Lord, which I have Christ Jesus, our Lord. I die daily. Philippians 3.13 says, brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of this. But this one thing I do, forgetting what is behind me. Forgetting what is behind me and straining to what is ahead, I press toward the goal to which the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. But if I'm carrying all of those things with me, if I've made a decision, I can't go because these things aren't acting right and I want them to go with me. I've got to cut and sever the cords and keep if it's going to pull me out of holiness if it's going to pull me away from God, if it's going to pull my thoughts away from God, if it's going to pull me away from purpose, if it's going to pull me away from the call of my life, if it's a friendship that's not glorifying God, whatever it is, I can't carry it and carry my cross. I can't carry it and carry our cross. And some of us have been carrying too much stuff for way too long. It's interfering with our purpose. Ungodly relationships and friendships jobs holding on to jobs for 22 and 25 years and God asks you to lead that job or start your own school or build your own ministry or travel overseas and because we don't understand what a life looks like in him we still holding on to stuff that's weighting us down and putting us in position and we can't even carry our purpose I can't carry my purpose I can't carry see when you carry the cross when you carry the cross you can if I'm weighted down by this what it means to carry the cross is I'm in a position to serve. I'm in a position to pray. I'm in a position to go when God, well, if I'm weighted down, I'm not praying like this. And what usually some of us to do, we're carrying this and then we're trying to pray like this. Right? But this is interfering with our prayers reaching heaven. Holding on to being tied to being bound to things that are weighting us down and not allowing us to get in the position. For me, my weightiness was my children. <laughs> this represents my children. That was one of my weightiness, right? I was worried about whether or not they would go with me. I have adult children. I wanted them to get this. I wanted them to be a part of the ministry. I wanted them to go my way. I wanted them to do what I wanted them to do. But guess what? They didn't want that. They didn't want that right now in this season in their life. And it's okay because I know that my words and the word of God and the call and purpose on their life is greater than me. So I had to say, you know what? Let me lay down my children because God, they're not mine anyway. They belong to you. They belong to you. Let me lay down my children. They don't even belong to me. They're not even mine. They're not even mine. So let me go on and lay them at your feet. You put them on earth. You purpose them. You call them for your greater glory. So I had to set them to the side. God, I, I had to give them to them. 
For some of them, it's your purpose, it's your job. You think your purpose is about your job, right? You still holding on to something that God has asked you to give to him. And it doesn't mean necessarily you gotta walk away from it right now, but he doesn't need this God above him. He doesn't need this job before him. If it's causing you to compromise, if it's pulling you outside the will of God, he doesn't need this job before you. And so you gotta walk away. I thought my career, and teaching was my success. I was building my own success in my own strength and it was interfering with what God was trying to do for me. Some of you, it could be your parents, right? Your parents still trying to please your parents. You got aging parents, you got ailing parents. God is trying to send you overseas on a mission trip and you won't leave your parents because you feel like, well, it's my duty to take care of them. It's your duty to serve God. It's your duty to not lean into your understanding. God got your parents. God got your parents. He's bigger than any circumstance and situation. He got your parents. If your parents don't agree with the life that God is trying to give you, then guess what? Put your parents down. <laughs> Put your parents down. For some of you, it's your marriage. You still want your spouse to get right. You still trying to convince your spouse of your purpose. And I'm just going to be honest. If he doesn't have a clear vision for himself right now, he's not going to have a clear vision. Does not mean it won't change. Don't mean God can't bring him into position, but you cannot compromise. Or even if you want a spouse, girl, you can't keep compromising yourself by being in a relationship that don't glorify God just so that you can have a man that will hopefully marry you with a spouse or a potential spouse. Holding on to somebody that don't even really get your purpose right now. Because if he did, he's going to love you like Christ loves the church. And so we're holding on to this and it's keeping us from carrying our cross instead of laying it down. Come on, Holy Spirit. And saying, I'm laying this down before you. Come on now. It might be friends. It might be pride. It might be lust. Whatever it is, it could represent so many. It could be your own worldly success. Whatever it is, you can't afford to carry it because you're not going to be able to walk into the fullness. Let me read this rest of this to you. I love this scripture. And then we're going to get out of here and we're going to chew on that. That's a lot to chew on today. It's, it's a lot to chew on. Paul, this is Paul again. He says, I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things or that I've already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection for which Christ Jesus first possessed me. No, dear brothers and sisters, I've not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Let all who are spiritually mature agree on these things. If you disagree on some point, I believe God will make it plain to you, but we must hold on to the progress we have already made. Dear brothers and sisters, patting your lives after mine. He said, I've already given you a role model. I've given you clarity and learn from those who follow our examples. For I've told you often before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross of Christ. They are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. They brag about shameful things. And they think only about this life here on earth. But we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. And we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior. 
He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own using the same power, which he will bring everything under control, right? They are headed. If it comes against the cross, if it comes against your purpose, if it comes against whatever, then they are enemies of the cross that you're supposed to carry. Now, I don't want to get nobody to get up and go throw nobody away and say, I said, throw them away. I need you to prayerfully consider what God is saying to us today and ask yourself, what is in my life? That's what I wrote down. What have I not given up yet? What am I still tied to? What am I holding on to? What in my life is keeping me from fully carrying my cross, fully walking in my purpose? Because we back up in what we saw in Luke 5 yesterday, when they went deeper with God and dropped their nets, nothing was lacking and nothing was missing. I don't want anything more than I want God. I don't want anything more than I want God. And if you position yourself and stay, stay, stay there and let him do that and let him bring you into the manifestation of it with the help of the Holy Spirit, you're not going to be able to do this without the Holy Spirit. That's why you got to ask the Holy Spirit to come in. Come on now, Cassandra, discernment. You're going to have to ask for discernment at a different place and a different level so that you can see and understand the things of God like never before. So that, that's, that, is that it, Holy Spirit? What's, what, what is it? What is it? What, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it from keeping me from carrying my cross, keeping me from filling my purpose, keeping me from doing everything that I'm supposed to do for God? What is it? What is it? And be real about it. What is it? Is it my pride? Is it hottie? What is it? It might not even be physical. It might be spiritual, but we're going to have to ask him that. We're going to have to see. We're going to ask to have to ask for discernment. The woman of God just said it, discernment at another level. What is it? What? <laughs> What is it, Lord? What is it? And spend time listening. What is it? What am I still? He started speaking some things to me today. I was like, my God, some of you might have to fast it out. Some of you might have to fast it out. You might have to fast this out. You may have to deny yourself and fast it out. Sit yourself in the word so that you can receive what God is saying to you. So you can pick up your cross so you can launch out into the deep and you can make impact like you were supposed to ask him. Holy Spirit, what is it? What is it? What is it? What's keeping me from picking up? my? Is it fear? Because anytime I'm still holding on to people, that's fear. Anytime I'm still holding on to a, a job, that's fear. Anytime I'm still consumed about things of this world and having those things, that's fear. That's a fear, fear. You have faith and fear don't mix. That's not a good cocktail. It don't taste good. It don't go down right. It's going to have you sick later. So just ask the Holy Spirit. What is it? 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 What does not align? What does not align? What am I? Hold? What does not align? And put it down today because this is what I, I'm clear about. God said there shall be no other God before him. Not, not, no, not, not one other God and whatever we put before him, I promise you, I promise you every time I've seen people have different gods before him in the Bible, he destroyed their gods. He destroyed their gods. He destroyed it. He destroyed it. He destroyed it. He destroyed it. It might be money, whatever it is that you have, that you're holding on to that won't allow you to hold your cross. 
You got to ask the Holy Spirit, what is it so I can deal with it accordingly so that I can pick up my cross. Paul said, I got to die daily to this. I'm dying daily. You, and some of you, you already know what doesn't align. You know, and you got to submit your, that's why it's a spiritual thing. You got to submit your thoughts. We're going to talk about this a little bit more this week. I love y'all. I love you. Father God, I thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people today. I thank you, Father God, for being a sword in our life, cutting the things out of our life, pruning us that do not align with your word so that we look more like Jesus. Let us lean not into our own understanding, Lord God. Let us acknowledge you in all our ways, my God. Let us not be deceived, Lord God. Let us trust you in everything, Father God, in Jesus' name. Perhaps you're somebody who've never even accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. Can we introduce you to Jesus? Can we introduce you to Jesus? Can we introduce you to Jesus? I promise you, the things that you've been carrying, God, God, once you release them, God will do something for you. He'll begin to build you up. You'll walk into clarity. You'll walk into purpose. You'll walk into the fullness. All you got to do is acknowledge that you're a sinner. My God, please forgive me for my sins, right? Lord, that's all you got to do. And then accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life. And then get somewhere where you can be discipled. I'm just telling you. Just telling. And I hear the Lord saying to me, it, it is not about works. It's not about you going to church. It's deeper than this. It's deeper than church. It's been good Christians and good people and quoting the word of God, but they still carrying things, still carrying things that won't allow them to pick up their cross. God, Jesus was very sacrificial. If we come in after him, he led a life of prayer. He led a life of service. He was not about himself. He was not consumed or caring about the things of this world. So whatever it is, ask him. And once he shows you it, because he's going to show it to you. And some of you already know what it is. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you to sever the cords of the stress of stronghold. It's demonic. It's a principality. It's trying to keep you from walking in purpose. Ask the Holy Spirit, help me to align my life with God's will so no other God is before you. Help me. Repent first and then help and then lay this mess down. It's going to try to pull you back. It's going to get emotional. It's going to try to call you back to it. It's going to tell you you don't have the capacity for it. That's why God had me write the launch. Like That's why he had me write the launch. And that's why some of the other things that I'm writing now, I'm just telling you, it's going to try to call you back. It's going to try to tell you it's more important. There is nothing more important than God. There's, and it's not about your works. I just keep feeling that in my spirit. Somebody thinks they're justified by your works. You will be working and still on, it's still not in purpose, still not calling to God, still not carrying your cross. Ask the Holy Spirit. If you'll let the Holy Spirit move in, just pause for a minute. Holy Spirit, show us anything in our life that interferes with you and interferes with purpose and interferes with our process in Jesus name. In Jesus name. I love y'all. I love y'all. Do me a favor. Keep lifting the ministry up in prayer. Consider being a partner. We fed. Can I tell y'all something? We gave out a hundred bowls of chili this weekend and it was not enough. It, it was not enough. I'm just telling you, it was not enough. We had people still needing food. We gave away a hundred bowls of chili. 
<laughs> this weekend it was not enough. So please consider becoming a monthly partner. Please get connected on the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com. We, we just, we need you. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.